In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We are going to celebrate the Feast of the Apostles this Wednesday. And it's always on the 5th of the month of Abib. And because the Feast of the Apostles, it falls in any day of the week, the church dedicated the first, and it is on the first week of Abib, so the church dedicated the Sunday, the first Sunday of the month of Abib for this gospel. And this gospel would be read on that Sunday because it's related to the mission that was entrusted and, and assigned to the apostles. If we heard the, the gospel that, we, we, that was just read, we see that the mission was like that. God, our Lord Jesus Christ, He told His apostles, here is what you should do, and here is what you shouldn't do. Here is what you should have, and here is what you shouldn't have. Do's and don'ts. And what He asked them to do, or actually to say, is two short statements. Very two short statements. Does anyone realize what, what are the statements that were, were he asked them to say? Hmm? The, the, kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is at hand. This is one. What else? He didn't say repent here. He didn't say repent here. Repent, it was said on the, the Gospel of St. Matthew, that was the preaching of our Lord Jesus Christ on Matthew 4, and it was the same as St. John the Baptist in Matthew 3, repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But here it wasn't said repent. We're going to get back to that. Hmm? Peace be with you. So he said two statements. Peace to this house. And number two, the the kingdom of God is at hand. So that's all the, the, the message. The message consists of two parts. Peace to this house, the kingdom of God is at hand. That's it. So all this mission is just to convey these two short messages. I believe he told them to say more than that, but I mean when the gospel recorded what God asked them, assigned them to do, or entrusted them to do, is just to say these two statements. That's why we need to unpack these two short statements. And I'm going to emphasize more the, the, the second. The kingdom of God is, is at hand. So, what we've lost, this, this mission was a communicator, someone who wants to say something. He wants to send a message, a communicator, and a messenger, or messengers, the apostles. They are the ones who deliver the message. So messengers deliver the message and receivers or addressees, people who will receive the, the message. The communicator is God himself, but his way is not just to 
speak to each and every one in his ear or her ear, but to send these apostles. And that's, that's an important point because he uses us. He uses people to speak to people. I'm not saying he's not speaking directly to each and every one of us, but I'm saying the main way by which God communicates his message of salvation is through people, through the apostles, and then through the, the people who are assigned to do this mission from generation to generation. To you, you yourself should be doing that. You should be messengers. And the message, it should urge something in, into the minds and hearts of the addressees, of the receivers of the message. It, it urges something. And this is what we want to unpack, what the message is and what it should urge, what it should uh, incite, what it should provoke, what it should make in our hearts and our minds. So again, the message is too short, peace to this house, and the other is the kingdom of God is, is at hand. First of all, I'm going to begin again with the second one, the kingdom of God is at hand. The king, if, if the message is, the kingdom of God is at hand, it's close. That implies that it was far. Yes, it was far. When Adam and Eve fell and, and sinned, they were exiled. We hear a language of separation. Exiled. E-X in the beginning, the, the, uh, the, any, any word that starts with E-X, means something out, going out. They were expelled. They, were, they became external to the, the, the garden. They became outside. So a, a separation, a physical separation, a separation from God, a separation from the, the garden. Uh, so they were separated. And now the good news is God is restoring is restoring his people to himself. Is restoring his people to to the, the to the, the relationship with God. There was a, a, a relational separation between God and man. There was fear, shame. That's why the, the good news is God is coming to tell them the kingdom of God is at hand. I think that's a great news. I mean. Let, I was thinking, what news made made huge effect on us? I, I remember two things. I remembered when I was in Egypt in 2011, and when we started to hear the news of the revolution. And one day, on a Friday, the January 28, 2011, the, the news came that there's going to be a curfew. You should buy food, store food, and because we don't know what's going to happen, we might not be able to find food. And people started to rush and get something because we don't know what's going to happen. It's a news, different from, okay, there is a civil war in Sudan. Uh, I mean, it's a sad news, but we don't care that much. But we care about the news that will hit us, affect us. I mean, a more affecting news globally, the news of the pandemic, 
Yeah, I remember when I heard that the U.S. decided not to allow any flights coming from international, international countries, from outside countries. And this was a big news. And then the news started to, to evolve and erupt that now everyone is going to stay home. You should wear masks and, and all what we, we've been through for years. News, but affecting. The kingdom of God is at hand. Does it affecting us that much? Uh, it depends. It depends. It should. It's, it's a big news. It has an even more impactful uh, influence on us. But does it? We need to ask ourselves this question. Because if we, if we really believe in that, if we really say, your kingdom come, and God is saying, or we, we heard the gospel today saying that the, the kingdom of God is at hand, then we need to do something. I mean, as soon as we heard the news of the pandemic, we started to do something. Whether we're going to have food because we don't know what's going to happen, we, and we, we, we've seen the, the stores that were, their, the shelves were, were out of, of, of the, the products that used to be there. I mean, we started to do something. Okay, if we, we heard that the kingdom of God is at hand, what should we do? What God wanted this to incite within the hearts and the minds of the people? I think He wanted them as much as He wants us to, to be obedient. To receive this news and accept. That's why Jesus said, I mean, to understand how great of a mission it was. He told the, his disciples, whoever receives you and accepts you, he accepts me. And whoever rejects you, rejects me. So, because of that, he wanted them to accept. And how acceptance would be? It means believing. And believing calls for an action. And action is, I'm going to submit. I'm going to be a follower of the kingdom, not a rebel. I'm not going to rebel. I'm not a rebel. We shouldn't be. If we really receive this news and accept it, we're going to follow the rules of the kingdom. Again, we, we are familiar with the rule of the law. The rule of the law means the, the law is over everyone. We all should follow the law. And no one is above the law. We are familiar with that. Same thing. If we really believe that the kingdom of God is at hand, then we should be followers, not rebels. We, we, we shouldn't be rebels. We shouldn't be people who are disobedient. We shouldn't be believing in what we believe. We know that there is something wrong within us. We, we know that there is good we want to do, but we don't do. And we know there is evil that we don't want to do, and we do. If the kingdom of God is at hand... This, this should be a reconciliation. If the, the fall, and, and again, try to, to focus on the terms, fall, the heaven and earth were, were separated, they were divided. But now God is telling and, and relaying good news that the, the kingdom of heaven is close. It's close. It's here. How close? How close? Hmm. It's in within us. It became so close. 
That's, that's a great news. And there is peace and reconciliation. Remember when, when Adam and Eve fell and sinned, what happened? They, they feared God. They, they were ashamed of, of His presence. They, they tried to hide. They killed each other. They hated each other. They tried to point finger to each other. And now God is saying, there is peace. You know what we're going to pray after this sermon will end? We're going to pray the, 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 the prayer of reconciliation. Because we want to remember that, that God reconciled us to himself. That's why he sent them saying, peace to this house. It wasn't just, hi, how are you? Peace was a gift. A gift that needed a prepared receiver. Peace was a gift that, that needed a prepared receiver. And a, pre- a prepared receiver would have peace. Peace within himself or herself. Because peace, we have a conflict inside. The evil I want to do, I don't want to do, I do. The good I, wa- I don't, I, the good I want to do, I don't do. There is a conflict. There is a voice that tells me, do that, this is right. But then I do the opposite. So when, when, when I, I come closer to God, this conflict would, would reconcile. I'm going to do whatever, God, whatever pleases God. So peace, peace among people, peace among, between God and man. So peace within me, peace within, between God and man, peace between human beings. Peace, it's, it's a gift. It's not just a, a, a greeting. It's not, it's not just a greeting. It is a gift that needs someone who is prepared. And Jesus told them, if there is a son of peace, he will receive your peace. So there is a condition. It's, it's a gift, but it needs acceptance. And acceptance means you are prepared, you are ready to take that gift. And the Son of Peace will receive the peace. If not, you are not, you are not going to be harmed. Even if the, the, the sons of, of, of the world would hate you, would persecute you, it won't affect you. Because your peace will return to you. St. Augustine was saying this uh, in a comment about this verse. He said, you will not be harmed. You do whatever you do as a part of the kingdom. But don't be afraid that if they persecuted you, if they rejected you, it, does, it won't harm you. Because your peace will return, the peace will return to you. You are an agent of, of change in the lives of the people you, you are living with. You, this message should make a change in, you, in yourself if you are ready. If this is a real good news, then it needs to make an effect in you. I think this is what, what makes me think of, of what, what should be incited, what should be urged in us when we hear this message. I, I want to leave this thought with you, that we, when God sent his, his disciples and his apostles to say, peace to this house, and, and uh, uh, the kingdom of God is at hand, he wants us to, to, 
submit and be obedient to his commandments to follow him because this is the way the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven is not just a place somewhere too high we're gonna go after we we die it's not an afterlife experience that we don't know of how it's gonna look like but it's something that we need to begin live with and that's why God sent his disciples his apostles to say it to share it to relay it because it's a great news it's a great news the the last thing I wanna I wanna say is that that this this message has a great impact has a great impact because the sender the the, the communicator is great and able to do all things and everything and and he loves us and he wants us to live that way that's why it's it's a great it's a great uh, uh, message and we need to receive it the way it deserves with all the reverence with all submission with all prayerfulness with all submission to to the the communicator i think this is what we we need to think of i, I mean I read an article, you, you, we all heard and, and followed the news of the submersible that, that went in, into the ocean and was imploded. And by the way, imploded, the, the, it's the opposite of exploded from within to outside, EX again. Anyway, so we all followed the news and someone wrote an article that was interesting. He said, Although the whole world followed the news of the, the, the submersible that has only five people, but very rich people, who paid for this trip 250,000 US dollars. Well, all the people were following the news, and all the countries are sending their ships and, and, and rescue uh, equipment to, to try to find the submersible. There was, at the same time, and uh, a migrant ship, that, a ship that was, was having 700 migrants, illegal migrants, going from Africa to Europe. 700. 700. But we maybe we have never heard of them. At the same time, the submersible that have five people, and it was, it was followed the news, was, the news of it was followed by the whole world. Countries are sending ships to find this submersible. While there is another ship that has 700 people. But the people didn't care about them. They died at the shore of Greece. Because they were illegal immigrants. Anyway, this comparison makes me think of, yeah, these are important people, but these are not. God is very important. He's, he's great. The communicator is great, and he loves all the same. For him, there is no a wealthy billionaire, a visionary, an entrepreneur. He doesn't care about that. He cares about each and every one. I mean, we do that kind of distinction between ah, those are wealthy, those these are are important people, and those are not. For God, this is not the case. He loves all of us. That's why we hope that, we think that we are receiving today a message from the greatest, the greatest person. God himself is telling us good news, peace to this house 
and he's telling us the kingdom of, God, of heaven is at hand and glory be to God forever. Amen.